Stream Anime Radio. And welcome to the season five finale of the Extreme Anime Radio podcast. Five seasons, Neff. Well, that's are we in syndication yet? <laughs> <laughs> we gotta we gotta invoke the ghost of Jim Perry and find that out. Ah, oh, that's yet another definition. Yeah. yeah. For those that don't know, Canadian Game Show. <laughs> For those who do know, you could say I'm a bit of a card shark. Or a headline hunter. Or, that's an old one. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, that's a really old one. And that was the, that was the sort of serious counterpart to definition. Because mm. definition was the fun one. Right. Or as Dave Duvall, the local weatherman, would announce on the show, fun with the pun on television, it's definition. <laughs> and then cue the Bossa Nova theme as they open the show. Hmm. But, uh, well, here we are uh, on the air doing podcasts for, what, two and a half years now. And it's come to the end of June, which means I get to say bye-bye to my wonderful apartment for two months for my summer job in a few weeks. That's going to be fun. Mm, Fun times, packing, finding place. Mm -hmm. Hoping place has, you know, the bare necessities, including... Mm -hmm. Heat, hydro, water, internet. Yes. Hydro, uh, there's hydro, but uh, drinking water I'm going to have to put into the water filter because the, the, um, the water up there kind of tastes weird. Okay, I hate to ask, d- define weird. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, sort of m- more of a metallic, I think, you know? Oh, lovely. The taste yeah. of your pipes. Yeah. And, uh, just the water, tap water in general, I think. But, uh, but no, I, I can tolerate the tap water, let's say, if I want to go to a restaurant or something. But, you know. Mm. 
Yeah, I'm I'm very much it's either filtered water or no. Right. No. <laughs> so yes, the new the new water filter and the pitcher will be coming up with me to my summer job for two months. And uh hopefully we will get uh it is a spring area, true. Uh hopefully uh we'll get some uh streams uh going while we are well at least while I am up in my summer job. Um, as you can see in the chat, Neff, we have a little bit of an emote war going on. <laughs> I see. It appears that our new mascot and our other mascot, they're having a bit of a, of a tiff, I think is the word for it. Oh, yes. So, um, so yes, we have some emotes available on our Discord and emotes available on Twitch with our new mascot. Um, so very easily, uh, you can get access to the new emotes by subscribing, uh, or being a follower, I think. I, f I forget why I have them assigned. Um, but tier two and tier three subscriptions will receive, uh, Umemi emotes that we haven't released anywhere else at the moment. Although they might pop up on the screen if somebody says, uh change the um, emote or change the mascot. We've changed uh, a little bit of the redemption options. So now you have switched to emote, which is whatever mascot we have, um, we switch to another emote of that mascot. If you say switch the mascot, we're going to switch to the other mascot. So if somebody were to redeem switch mascot, we would change Sarah over to Yumemi. Now, we've also changed it so that um, you can redeem Switch Emote as many times as you want. There is a little bit of a cooldown period. Um, but Switch Mascot, which Flux has just used, you can only use once per stream. So remember that. All right, so we're going to go ahead and uh, pop up Yumemi right there. What were you saying, Neff? I was going to say, I hope you didn't... Expect me to repeat that because you <laughs> lost me about a minute ago. <laughs> I'm just going, it's been a long day, and you just said a, word, a wall of text that my brain just sort of went Charlie Brown after about, you know, a minute. It's like, wah, 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 wah. Oh, my goodness. Okay. So next time I'll have to give you the Reader's Digest version. <laughs> or send or send me the script so I can look at it and go, oh, that's what he's saying. Okay, fine. Now I understand. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so there's also a cooldown for Switch Mascot, um, but limited again to once per stream, although the um, Switch to Emote can also be redeemed uh, as many times as you want in the stream, but, again, there is a cooldown for that. So just keep that in mind. Um, I am very, very thrilled enough to the reaction that we've received with Umemi. So many artists and cosplayers have expressed their interest. Um, oh, that was me yesterday, full on Charlie Brown mode. <laughs> um, anyway, um, that's what Bree said in the chat. A um, lot of artists and cosplayers uh, love the new character of Umemi, love the... Um, the new art that has come out and uh, all have these wonderful ideas that are going to be put to fruition as the fireworks go off in my backyard again. 
How, what perfect timing to start late like this and we get boom, boom, boom. Wait a minute. It's June 29th. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm sorry. I would be upset if I was hearing boom, boom, boom outside my window myself. And mine is only two days away. That's yours right. is... Four days? No. Five. If mine is two. Yours is, fi- yours is five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going... <laughs> but... Um... But anyway, um, we are looking forward to sharing with you some more Umemi art and content. Oh, you know what? Maybe we'll do this now, Neff, if everybody's watching on Twitch, because uh, I do believe I have a few to show you here. So this is actually um, Umemi art that was donated to us by one of the artists we work with, Miracle Panda, who... I tell you something, her artwork gets better and better and better all the time. So we have Yumemi posing in front of a Tokyo street. And I'm like, well, it could be a Tokyo street, a random Japanese street, that sort of thing. And it's like, wow, what uh, that that is so, so amazing. When are we going to go there, you know? Indeed, it's like, wait a minute, I want to go there. Wait a minute, right. I can't. <laughs> Uh, And then we have uh, the new arc that I don't think anybody has seen yet because it just came out today, which would be this guy. This is from Popsy, another wonderful artist who has a big, big, big following on Instagram and also uh, does a lot of um, comic style art uh, and posts and whatnot and projects. So this is her interpretation of Yumemi trying to attack a video game. Very serious looking, and I'm looking at the controller trying to figure out which one it is. My money says a PlayStation controller. You think so? I think so. Hmm. Well, I I just went with generic controller. Well, because I'm looking at the controller and I'm going, it's not bulbous enough to be an Xbox controller. So I'm like, and it's not Nintendo Switch controller, because that's not even close. So a knockoff of a PlayStation controller? Possibly, yeah. Mm. But uh, anyway, thanks again for the feedback on Umemi, and uh, we're looking forward to sharing more soon. Um, So yes, Neff, and it is just black. What is? Uh, hmm. I'm not sure what she's referring to because I'm seeing... Because I have a second monitor going and I am seeing us on Twitch. So I'm like... Okay, I'm not sure what that's referring to then. Okay. Um, so I was, uh... Oh, the controller. Yeah, okay. Ah. Right. You're you're trying to scare us and you nearly gave me a heart attack. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which would be more useful if I had a heart, but let's not go there. <sighs> uh, well, speaking of hearts, uh, today, uh, before we, uh, we came on the air, uh, I watched Rebri the latest installment of Comey, uh, which follows uh, the antics surrounding Valentine's Day. 
I'm going to ask you not to spoil her because I haven't seen it yet. Oh, great. This is just a complete flip as to what we said last time. Well, again, my problem was I got a bunch of manga, and I started reading that, mm. and I turned on the Jays game, and I'm like, oh, crud, it's time to you know do the podcast. <laughs> I'm going to have to watch Comey tomorrow night. Oops. Yeah. Um, just a quick um, uh, explanation of why we're on late. Um, there's been a lot going on for me uh, personally this week with several things going on. Um, most important being uh, the passing of my next-door neighbor. Uh, she died at the age of 88. Uh, God uh, bless her. She had a long life. Uh, she uh, has been living in that house next door before my parents moved in, before I was born. That's how long it was ago. That's quite a long time ago. Yeah, so... I would miss uh, her dry her humor when we were on the porch, uh, you know, drinking coffee and having cookies and whatnot. And, uh, you know, that, uh, that took up a uh, bulk of the time, uh, you know, the last few days, uh, that and church stuff. Uh, so today we had the funeral, which was small, but very, very nice. Uh, and then I went to work uh, for about three or four hours, and then I came here, and we're doing the podcast uh, a little bit of a later time. So, um, yes, one of the things uh, I've learned when it comes to doing something like this, uh, as much as I'm eager sometimes to try to stream, there's always some times where you have to set your priorities, number one, and number two, you always have to breathe, too. Yeah, you don't you don't want to become a slave to something you love because then it sort of like becomes a job and that's not what you want to do. Right, right. We do appreciate everybody uh you know supporting us and whatnot, but there are some times that we have to uh take a pause. Um now when next week comes along, we I might be able to do a stream or two, but it depends because I will be in the process of starting to pack to go up. Uh, so, uh, if I can sneak in a stream or two, I will, but, um, other than that, I think, Neff, uh, after I finish the move and I can get everything hooked up, uh, we will try the Ace Attorney Chronicles sequel, Ace Attorney Resolve. I think that's going to be our little summer side project. Ah! Uh, uh, as opposed to it being just background noise. <laughs> There'll be no background noise. It'll be you and I and uh, Liz and Bree, hopefully, depending on who's available. As I, as I like to say, anything you can do, I can do worse. <laughs> uh, also, kudos, I want to give a shout-out, even though they're probably not listening or watching right now. Mika. Mika is visiting uh, New York City. Uh, Mika and Chris... Um, wanted to come up to New York to do a trip where they're only going to see Broadway shows. <laughs> now, that's an interesting type of trip. The only thing we're going to do is see Broadway shows. Mm -hmm. hmm. And they come out to see me in my neighborhood where I have a very nice uh, Japanese restaurant called Matsuri. And uh, so we went there uh, for a nice little lunch. Um... It's quiz time again. Uh, we'll see, uh, Flax. We'll see. Um, 
we'll have we have a few ideas uh, that we'll bring forward. But anyway, uh, Mika and Chris, uh, every day they go to the TKTS booth in Times Square. Have you heard of that, Neff? I don't think I've ever seen that, no. That is where people will line up every day, and all the Broadway shows will release a certain number of tickets at dirt-cheap prices. Okay, lining up every day... For a limited number of tickets. That kind of sounds like Canadian passport offices right now. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) For those of you who don't get the reference, uh, there has been a minor, and I'm using air quotes here, backlog at Canadian passport offices, processing passports, etc. It's gotten insane. Mm. To the point where if I needed a passport, I would probably just give up at this point. Because... They are, there are people actually selling their services of standing in line for people. And they're charging ex- insane rates. Uh, there was a Boy. story, I think, one, I think one person, if, if he has to stand there starting at 5 in the morning until you show up, it's like 1000 bucks, And people are actually paying it. And I'm going, no. You know, again... I understand people let things go, you know, during COVID when everything was locked down, and I understand that. But I'm going, why would you spend? I just, no. Now, now these are just for brand new applications, or do they include renewals? They include renewals. And see, the part of the problem is people left this figuring, oh, it's the standard, you know, two months. I'll book a trip in three months, and I'll be fine. Right. Not even close. I mean, the processing times, they claim, are about 46 working days. Mm-hmm. Reality is somewhere north of 60-plus. Yeah. So it's like, oops. Yeah. And you get you know, all the stories of, oh, I had to transfer my passport over to another office. I had to get my MP involved, da-da-da-da. And I'm just going... Why did you let it go to this point? Why didn't you make sure your passport was ready before you book a trip? Like, it it just, it boggles my mind. I don't understand it. There are a lot of travel issues these days, from passport applications to actually trying to get around. And now with this big weekend coming up between Canada Day and the 4th of July... Uh, I've seen some pretty interesting news stories about uh, what some airlines are trying to do to cope, if you want to put that term it that way. Okay, I'm going to give you a quiz. In the past week, in Canada, domestic flights, what is the percentage, you think, of canceled flights? I will say a third. Higher. 50%. Ooh, and, and, and I'm just going, okay, wait a minute, airlines. You sell these tickets with the promise of there being a plane, with the promise of there being a crew, and you can't even fulfill that promise half the time? Yeah. So... Here's what Delta Airlines did today. I don't know if you heard this in the news, and I don't know if any other airlines are following suit. So 
You know how airlines, when there's adverse weather or certain situations, they'll issue a travel waiver? Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's say um, there's bad weather in Toronto. So airlines like Delta might issue a waiver. So you can switch your flight to another day within a certain time frame and you won't get charged any fare differences or penalties or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Okay. Delta is issued a waiver for big news on new neighbors of the PDM closet mates. <laughs> anyway, Delta has issued a waiver for their entire network for July 1st through the 4th. They said anybody who has tickets anywhere Delta flies from July 1st through the 4th, if you would like to delay your travel um, until and including July 8th, you can do so without any penalty. So that's almost to the end of next week. Okay, what they aren't saying, and they are saying it in a real world, they don't have the planes, they don't have the pilots, they don't know what they're going to do, so here's what we're going to do. I think it's more like they don't have the pilots. Well, I'm <laughs> guessing, yeah, it's probably the pilots more than the planes, because they've got those. Mm-hmm. I mean, th- this smacks of, and I'm getting slightly off topic here, uh, Ford is having problems producing certain vehicles. Mm. To the point where a bunch of people who are ordering the new uh, Ford Maverick compact pickup truck mm-hmm. got emails today basically telling them, forget it, you're not getting, you know, you're 22. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to throw you onto the pile for 23 models. Oh. And they're not even guaranteeing them first crack at the 23s mm-hmm. when they put them in the list. I'm just going, woof. <laughs> yeah, it's it's hitting everybody, and uh, it makes people like me nervous about possibly trying to take a flight somewhere. I mean, I have nothing going on, so I, I'm I'm praying and hoping that maybe after Labor Day uh, things get back to some sort of normalcy. I would think so, because, of course, the peak travel season is done. Mm -hmm. Maybe a few more pilots come back, or they Mm -hmm. get some pilots trained up enough to, you know, Mm -hmm. not drop the planes out of the sky like rocks. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I'm going, maybe a trip in the fall? Maybe. Mm. I might have a lot of time on my hands. Who knows? Right. Um, Speaking of cars, I saw something uh, that you might be interested in, Neff. Uh, Because we talk about cars all the time, and uh, we were a fan of the old NHK show Samurai Wheels, which still, they kind of still muster um, these annual specials. But anyway, um, Global NCAP, the new car assessment program, uh, they went to a, a facility where they do crash tests in Germany called ADAC, ADAC, I don't know how you pronounce it. Um, and so they did a crash test uh, to make a presentation to the United Nations with the cheapest Hyundai sold in the United States against Uh-oh. the cheapest Hyundai sold in Mexico. And it was a moderate overlap test. 
oh, I have a horrible feeling I know how this went. Yes. Because the Mexican Hyundai would just, you know, be tinfoil. Right. Um, the, the shell of the Mexican car sort of collapsed a little bit, and the driving column kind of moved in towards the dummy. Mm. That's sort of like that test, that famous test, the IIHS, the Institute for Insurance and Highway Safety did, with a 1959 Bel Air, Chevy Bel Air, versus a 2009 Chevy Malibu. Mm-hmm. Now, the Chevy Bel Air outweighs the Malibu by a good 1,000-plus pounds. Yeah. However, 1959 standards... The dummy was very, very injured. Yeah. In the Bel Air. And so that test that Neff mentions um, just goes to show how uh, safety standards in cars have changed over a course of 50 years. Uh, The crash test that happened in ADAC shows the glaring different standards set by two different countries. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll say this, Canada at least, for the most part, mimics what the U.S. does, although they do a few things that the U.S. doesn't do, mm-hmm. which the U.S. really should. Mm-hmm. Uh, chief among them are things like uh, the requirement for daytime running lights, mm-hmm. and they have recently enacted that daytime running lights now includes the taillights. Ooh, interesting. Because... A lot of people were not realizing that if their daytime running lights are running at night and their dashboards are lit up because most dashboards are now lit up constantly, mm. nobody can see what you're doing behind you. Right. So Canada said, no, we're going to make sure that if you're running, everything's lit up, mm-hmm. which is all well and good unless you have a car like mine where if the taillight blows out, you're looking at $1,000 plus to replace it. Mm. the joys of LED taillights, but frankly, given the brightness, I would much rather pay that thousand bucks every few years than, you know, try to monkey around with the tiny little halogen bulbs. (laughs) Um, We have a switch emote, so I think we will do... We'll switch it to this one over here. Umemi is a... A little bit of a mischievous character, so we'll give uh, you the Umemi mischievous look. As in, I know something you don't know. Yes. <laughs> um, well, speaking of something you don't know, um, well, certainly that's how Tampa Bay feels. How about uh, your Colorado Avalanche taking the Stanley Cup? Thank goodness. Well, as I like to say, uh, the lightning were destroyed by an avalanche. <laughs> but I'm chink. Yeah. <laughs> the, the best part of this whole series was that the more Tampa Bay lost, mm. the more they engaged in whining, goonery, and it's like, if you're going to go down, at least go down fighting clean as opposed to this. Mm. I mean, that one... One game, I think it was game after game five, where the Tampa Bay coach, it was the overtime game, you know, is is saying, well, I feel bad for the guys. And it's just like, you know, just and he wants to say something. You can tell he wants to say something. He wants to complain because 
there was this whole thing about, you know, whether or not Colorado had too many men on the ice at the time of the goal and all that. But it's like you could just tell he wanted to say something. And then I remembered why he was holding himself back. Mm. In his former life, the coach of the Tampa Bay Lightning, John Cooper, was a lawyer. And that was the lawyer warning bell in the back of his head going, shut up, you don't want to get fined, and you don't want the referees suddenly looking to, you know, nail you for every little thing in the next game. So he managed to hold himself, but wow, that, that was a performance for the ages. Major, minor, major. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, kudos yeah. to... Uh, the Avalanche, uh, now we can look forward to the summer, we can look forward to football, uh, but, uh, apparently some teams have already announced their NHL preseason schedule. Yes, and of course, don't forget, the, now, normally, in the normal times, July the 1st would be a very important day, but not for the reason you think, at least not for the rest of the world. Canada Day? Canada... Canada Day for mm-hmm. Canada. July the 1st was normally NHL free agency. Mm-hmm. Where up here in Canada, you had the two competing sports networks for eight hours trying to fill programming about which free agents going where, who resigned, etc. <laughs> now, in recent years, they cut it back a little bit. Now that things are mostly back to normal, I fear it's going to be eight hours of... Here's this third-line winger signing for an obscene amount of money in, you know, Arizona. Mm-hmm. What does that do for the team? <laughs> I mean, there will be some big free agents. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the big ones is on uh, Colorado, Nazem Kadri, okay. who used to play for Toronto, who Toronto shipped out of town to Colorado mm-hmm. because Nazem Kadri could not stop getting suspended in the playoffs. <laughs> You know, he got suspended twice in a row in two separate series against Boston mm-hmm. years back-to-back. And the GM of Toronto, Kyle Dubas, said, sorry, no, you're out, and shipped him off to Colorado. And that leads us to the night of the Stanley Cup final where the Avalanche won. Mm-hmm. And Nazem Kadri said something very pointed to all my haters. You can kiss my... (laughs) And, of course, it was unbleeped. It was unbleeped on live TV. Mm -hmm. And they were talking about it. And I'm going, well, he only said one word that, you know, you shouldn't really say on live TV, but it's not that horrible. Mm -hmm. But it's like he he raises a point Mm -hmm. because he managed to basically, you know, come back from this, from double double suspension and a suspension... Mm -hmm in a previous uh, playoff series against St. Louis when he was with the Avalanche, to winning the Stanley Cup. Mm. And now becoming a free agent who can basically write his own ticket and say, I can go where I want, get as much money as I want, Mm. and you can all bite me. (laughs) Um, Flox is asking about your your opinion on the online streaming act uh, legislation. I've only glanced at it. It's not great, to be honest, but got to be honest, seeing some of the stuff I'm seeing online right now, mm-hmm. yeah, I think there's got to be something done because, <laughs> especially on Facebook, I find myself trying to explain things to people who are either very dumb trolls or very smart trolls. Mm. And I've, 
I'm still not figuring out which. Because, I mean, my favorite is the gas. The gas prices up here. Because everybody <laughs> complains about the gas prices. And I'm like telling them, no, only one tax went up in April. The carbon tax, 2.2 mm. cents a liter mm-hmm. in the last, or last 12 months. The only other tax that changes is the HST. Because why? It goes up when the gasoline company set the retail price. And they collect on that. Mm. You know, you can explain it. You can use small words with these people. Mm-hmm. And yet they still want to, you know, have illicit relations with Justin Trudeau. Mm-hmm. Claiming that he's the problem. <laughs> so... And I mean, now, of course, in Ontario, they've, you know, reduced a portion of the gas tax that Ontario collects. Right. And I've said point blank, this is useless. Why is it useless? What do you think is going to happen when they lower the, that, that, that amount? The gas company's going to go, oh, yeah, thank you. Better in my pocket than in the government's pocket. Yeah. And so now the government starves itself for revenue. The gas company makes more money. And you still complain. <laughs> I mean, meanwhile, I'm laughing in hybrid, and I'm getting to the point where I'm almost tempted to think about an electric at this point. I really am. Really? Okay. Even though, even though for me it would be a pain in the snares to find a place to charge for four or five hours at a crack. Mm. But still, as opposed to, you know, have to deal with, you know, going every month or month and a half, you know, turning the nozzle on and not looking. <laughs> and just going, I don't want to know. Just fill up the tank. I don't care. Just, just do it. You know? We have to get you the Tesla autopilot. No. I, I, okay, and I'll say this. People are going to hate me for it. Elon Musk is a wannabe Lex Luthor. Okay? He says things, and then when it blows up in his face, he's like, what? I didn't say that, or I didn't mean that. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. His latest was when he demanded everybody go back to the office of Tesla. Mm. Except here's the problem. When everybody went back, there weren't enough spaces for people. The Wi-Fi was crap. When he's confronted with that, he just goes, I don't know nothing about that. But you're the one that told everybody to come back or be fired, ding dong. (laughs) You know, it's like, okay, Ford may have problems, but at least Ford isn't this stupid, okay? Mm Mm-hmm. And they're a real car company, not just basically a, a technology company masquerading as a car company. Like Apple. No, like the Tesla. Version of, version of Apple, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's like... Which, which um, I was telling Neff, I have my 13 Pro Max. I sent in my old 12 Pro Max for the, um, the trade-in. So Apple sends me a gift card for like 50-something dollars. Okay, well, why, why is Apple giving me more money? <laughs> and it turns out um, I had paid Apple Care on the phone that I traded in. Uh, any unused Apple Care comes back to me as Apple iCredit. I don't think it's called iCredit. It's, it's just credit. <laughs> yeah, like the trick is now, uh, because it's basically a credit that can be used for anything, you can use it even for mer- Apple merchandise, mm. which is a di- which is a difference because previously they had separate cards for iTunes. And- I remember that, yeah, yeah. So, 
Let's see. I have nothing else. I, I think my, the iPad that I, I got last year is still chugging along, so I don't think I need a new one of those. <laughs> now, unless you want an Apple Pencil. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'll say this. I have one. It's sometimes useful, and sometimes I want to throw it. I throw it against the wall. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it really depends what you're using it for, to be honest. Yeah. I don't know. Um, maybe I could put it towards a keyboard for the iPad. Like, why not? Or one of their uh, keyboard folios, where basically you have the the folio and right. the keyboard built in. Right. I didn't do that with this new iPad I bought. I I bought an OtterBox case for it. Because I found that the Apple Folio, the just and it was just the Folio, it wasn't the keyboard. Mm-hmm. The Folio, after a year or so, mm-hmm. kind of like the the quality, like the, the durability wasn't there. Right. The auto the box, basically, I could hit you with it, and I'd split your skull. <laughs> That's how tough that thing is. So, mm. but I think you've given me an idea. Maybe I'll look into these keyboards so that, you know, maybe next time I go out on a trip or something um, or somewhere where I know I won't need my laptop I can just take the iPad and you know save five pounds on my shoulders not having to carry that laptop around that laptop the laptop brick and all the other things that you normally carry with a laptop it makes a difference Right. I just have to get used to not doing, like, Steam or something like that while I'm away. Well, you could try doing Steam linked back to your computer, but unless you have really fast uh, internet connection, it's going to suck. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so let me tell you, Neff, about some news in Japan that I read um, that apparently is going to appeal to all of you Ninja Warrior fans. Do tell. So, um, apparently, the modern pentathlon is making changes. And you know why, right? No. Okay. So, there was an incident um, at the um, Tokyo Olympics where one of the modern pentathlon events is uh, show jumping. So you're riding horses, and there was a German coach that was so upset, punched a horse in the face. Ach, mein Leben. <laughs> so apparently the, the federation in charge of modern pentathlon has changed that discipline to... Obstacle, uh, the obstacle discipline. So you're running around and over and through obstacles. It's an obstacle course. Um, It's going to take effect, I believe, at the 2028 Olympics uh, here in the U.S. in Los Angeles. Okay. At least the horses, you know are spared the indignity of this, but I'm going, I'm just looking at this, I'm going, modern pentathlon? Mm-hmm. Okay, sponsored by NBC Universe, NBC Comcast at this point. Yes. <laughs> but actually, no, this is uh, the Ninja Warrior from Tokyo Broadcasting System that is apparently 
develop some obstacles for the new modern pentathlon course. <laughs> well, we have something to look forward to in 2028. Right. And I guess the way the Olympics work, uh, they have to wait until that year to formally introduce it into the Olympics, although I'm not sure if they, the pentathlon will be introducing it any sooner than that. Well, I hadn't heard of the, any changes to the lineup in Paris, because that's the next one in 24. Right, right. So it might just be that they have to wait until, you know, they can work out all the kinks. Mm-hmm. So. And said German coach is going to be, you know, kept far away from the horses. Thank you very much. <laughs> he's going to get to a horse as a Mustang, and I mean a Ford. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go punch that out. <laughs> um, okay, head. so um, the the body that is in charge of the World Pentathlon is going to conduct a test event after this year's World Championships, which will still include the show jumping. But there'll be a test event with the new Ninja Warrior type course after that's over. As I said, I mean, I I, I applaud the you know removal of the animals because the animals shouldn't have to suffer for you know human entertainment, so to speak, for right, something right. like this. But I, I'm just going, okay, we'll see. I mean, you know. I didn't think uh, snowboarding was going to work in the Olympics or all the other modern things they've done, and I'm going, mm-hmm. I've been wrong, so let's see. Maybe this works too. Mm. But uh, So now it'll be interesting to see how more Japanese influence uh, invades everybody's lives. Um, what sort of Japanese influence has uh, invaded you, Neff, lately in the world of anime and manga? Well, let's go manga this time. Uh, uh, latest uh, latest uh, volumes for Love After World Domination. Um, let's see. Love After World Domination. Uh, Love is Difficult for Otaku. And uh, Wotakai, Love is Difficult for Otaku. And Girlfriend, Girlfriend. I started with Girlfriend, Girlfriend mainly because that one is sort of like a guilty pleasure that I have to take in small doses. Mm. Because... As you watch these characters do stupid things mm-hmm. to try and keep a polygamous relationship afloat, and now there's this other girl who's going to apparently join this thing, mm. although she's trying not to, but she's being sucked into it, mm. and I'm just going, oh. and this, the worst is that that, that uh, fourth girl is the smartest of them all, mm-hmm. and yet she does things you're just going, you're the brainy one here. Why are you doing this comically, excuse me, comically stupid thing? I, I mean, it's like, okay. <laughs> but again, that's the whole point of this manga. It's just like stupid, stupid, and stupid. Mm. But it's funny. So I'm not going to question that, you know. Uh, Love After World Domination... The latest volume, I read the preview really quickly, and I'm going, yeah, this is going to be interesting. Mm. Because, of course, our favorite couple, the Red, the Red Ranger, Red Galato, and the head villainess are, you know, getting further along in their relationship. And, of course, more obstacles, as most of these romantic comedies do have. Mm. And it's just like, I don't know how much longer I can keep the suspension of disbelief to this because I'm going, I don't know how you can get get away with this. I just don't. It's just like, mm. wow. 
And of course, Wotokoi, Love is Difficult for Otaku. Now, that's one's ending. This is the sixth volume. They said that that's the end. That's it. Oh, wow. So I'll be okay. curious to see how, how they wrap that up because uh, the, the characters have grown a little bit. There's been a marriage. Um, another relationship is progressing. Another one is just starting. Mm-hmm. So I'll be curious to see how that all wraps up in about 200-odd pages. All right. So um, very interesting things. And, and I, I, I asked Neff before we went on the air, I keep forgetting the name of the anime Love After World Domination and where I can find it. It is on Crunchyroll, so I can get to it yep. on Crunchyroll, and it's an ongoing series. And uh, if I read correctly, they've approved the second season? I believe so, yeah. There were 12, 12 seasons in season one. Second season approved. Uh, 12, did I, 12 episodes. <laughs> See, the problem is my real job, I talk all day. So by the time <laughs> I'm doing this, especially late at night, mm. especially I've had you know, a little bit of you know, adult beverage, my words tend to go... <laughs> so um no a lot of interesting things still going on in japan the end keeps getting weaker and people like us can't take advantage of it uh but there is sumo uh there's a sumo tournament coming up in a couple of weeks in nagoya uh and that is going to be the first sumo tournament um open to 100 percent capacity since the onset of the pandemic. So that is a big milestone. Mm, this should be interesting now. I mean, I hadn't heard anything, you know, about any major breakouts in Japan for a long time, so I'm mm-hmm. thinking that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Like, in other words, I don't think that this event will be a problem. Mm-hmm. I mean, I keep hearing up here, we've got the variants of Omicron, and a couple of them are starting to slip past the vaccines that we already have. Right, right. The ones I've been reading. So, you know, Anime North is a couple of weeks, and I'm going, oh, right. yeah, I'm going to be in, a, in, a, in an area with upwards of 10,000 people a day for three days. And that could be fun <laughs> in ways that, you know, frighten and annoy me. Yippee. <laughs> um, yeah. That- this is the last podcast uh, of the season, and in this case, it is the last podcast for Anime North. So your expectations as you get close? Well, this is going to be a brand new setup, because in previous years, it's been a live auction. It's been rapid fire. been a lot of work with a big crew. Uh, we've been pared down. It's now a silent auction. We have a total of four people, including myself. And so it's going to be a challenge that I hope we can meet and meet well. Uh, I'm just, for myself and a couple of other staff members, we don't do heat very well. Mm-hmm. So I can only hope that they manage to keep the building at semi-sane temperatures. Mm-hmm. Because this is July in Canada, where it's not necessarily also the heat that gets you, it's the humidity. Mm. So, yeah. And the fact that now... I'm not in a hotel that's right next to the event venue. I have to go across six lanes of traffic to get to the hotel. Mm-hmm. And my walking speed is somewhere between slow and, you know, get out of my way or I'm going to walk all over <laughs> you. So six lanes, six lanes of traffic, live traffic, is going to be a challenge. Uh, I'll be honest. So we'll see. I wish you the best of luck with that. Uh, Bree just mentioned... And I was going to mention this to you, B, and uh, I forgot. So um, I'm just curious to see where you saw that. But, yeah, 
uh, Takayasu is a um, sumo wrestler um, who's been around for a long, long time. Um, has uh, gone up to the second highest rank in the past. Never has quite gotten to Yokozuna. Is in fact has never won a top division championship before. He has COVID nineteen, and um, yes, um, since it is like a little less than two weeks before the start of the tournament, um, they're going to wait and see uh, and check his stable to determine whether or not the stable will be. Oh, Chris Sumo. Okay, gotcha. Chris Sumo does a lot of the uh, very good um, updates. Um, uh, on YouTube regarding what's going on. He dubs his voice over some actual live footage of Sumo that he takes with his own video camera, so I don't think he's breaking any rules with that. Chris Sumo, I would highly recommend if you want to learn some more about uh, Sumo. Uh, but yeah, um, so um, his stable, there's actually Takayasu and one other person in his stable got COVID, and the Sumo Association is going to check up on them. Uh, it seems like if Takayasu um, goes through, you know, regular recovery, he'll be able to compete. But um, the article I read from Nikon Sports uh, seems to indicate that um, it's going to be like a wait-and-see approach with the whole stable. And, in fact, they will be doing some additional tests throughout the Sumo Association before um, the, uh, the tournament starts. So it is a big deal. Because, uh, well, yeah, there's going to be a full-capacity crowd, but the crowd is still going to be requested to wear masks at all times indoors. And also, just clap politely and don't shout for their favorite person. That's going to be a very interesting difference, because I remember in the before times, things got actually kind of loud. Like, oh, yeah. not, not loud in the sense of, you know, say... Tampa Bay, Colorado, Stanley Cup final loud. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they tended to raise their voices a bit. So, mm. so um, looking forward to seeing how the sumo tournament plays out. It's going to start around the time that I'm heading up north. So I'll be, uh, I'll be watching uh, a good bulk of it from my summer abode, and hopefully I'll be able to hook everything up in time so that I can enjoy uh, uh, the sights and sounds of professional sumo in Japan. Uh, mm. So is there anything else, Neff? Because we are getting close to the end of the show. Well, I mean, it is, as you said now, ending of our fifth season. It's been a, it's been a ride uh, through a lot of interesting times. Mm. Uh, I'd like to think that we've entertained, we've had a few laughs together, and uh, once you've finished your sojourn up up in Saratoga, we'll come back. You'll come back, and maybe by that time, I may invade York. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> Something for you to look forward to, he says. As you know, Jr. goes for the FBI most wanted list and goes, "Hey, I got a live one for you." <laughs> <laughs> No, I'll just uh, I'll just be calm and just do uh, the closing commentary with the brand new artwork. Very nice. If any of you questions, comments, compliments, or complaints about what you see on our Twitch streams or our podcasts, drop us a line at extremeanimeradio at gmail.com or hit us up on social media. Go to linktree.com forward slash anime radio 
and you'll find links to our Facebook page, our Twitter account, our Discord server, and our Instagram channel. And archived versions of this podcast are available at anchor.fm forward slash anime radio and other streaming platforms. So uh, that's going to be the, uh, the new closing commentary that we'll hopefully use for a while. And uh, this will conclude the XAR Podcast Season 5. Uh, again, we'll be back with streams throughout the summer. Um, and uh, like I mentioned, we'll, we'll probably pick up on uh, Ace Attorney Chronicles Resolve. Um, and then maybe some other things suggested by our viewers. Um, so uh, we will keep you informed about everything through our Discord. And of course... Uh, keep looking uh, for more Umemi content coming in the days and weeks ahead. We'll have some new art. Um, we will have um, two of the artists that we've worked with for quite a long time, Felicia and Daphne. Um, we're going to be getting together with them um, after Fourth of July weekend, more or less, to get some uh, more artwork started, including a character sheet for Umemi. So we can immortalize our new XAR mascot character. So um, we will see you guys uh, again. We'll probably stream next week if I can. Um, if not, uh, it will be sometime after I finish the move. We will try to do a stream, and we'll just make sure that uh, the bandwidth up where I am is okay uh, for us to do something. So thank you, everybody, for watching, and thank you, everybody, for listening, if you're listening. Uh, the podcast will hopefully resume in the fall, around September, October, that time frame. So please stay tuned for all the wonderful things coming ahead here on XCR on Twitch. Neff, thank you. For Neff, I'm JR. Thank you for watching and listening. We will see you next time. In the meantime, remember... Keep on looking out for the Extreme Radio Twitch streams, and don't forget, archived versions of this podcast are available at anchor.fm forward slash anime radio. Good night, everybody. Good night. We will see you next time. Uh, and if you're watching on Twitch, we'll probably see you next week. But for those of you listening to the podcast, we will see you in the fall. Thanks for watching and listening. Have a good night, everybody.